Bedroom Battle Pass. The Archives. Me and you, Season 2. Alright, let's kick it. Welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metalheads. You got Marky Malpas and JDK. We're joined here with a uh, portable edition of the show with the boys from South Coast Metalheads. You got Lukey Lucifer, hey. and Barnsley Bounzelbob. There you go. Good to see you, boys. It's been a while since we've had you on the show. Yeah, man, it's been a few months. I think uh, last time you met us up in Canberra, and we did one in the studio just before Heathen Fest last year, I think. Yeah, so it's been a while. Good, man. Good to have you back and uh, catch up, have a chat. We've got some um, gigs coming up. We, um, When this episode gets released, it'll be just after the um, interim gig for the Capital to the Coast tour. Um, and then we've got one coming up down the track, so it'd be good to uh, chat and learn more about those gigs. Yeah, definitely. So the um, the interim one, that one's a um, just for people to recap on the, on the previous gig. That, that those guys came up from Tasmania um, to play the Capital Coast, which is at the basement, was at the basement, and then also down at uh, Smoky Dan's at Tomikin. Yeah, so we got um, got the the late I wouldn't say, yeah, it'll be the nighttime one out out of the basement. Yep. For, uh, between seven and midnight, uh, with Chud from Canberra and Dead, the two piece uh, punk band from Melbourne. Yep. Keen to see those guys playing. I was keen to, after Trent Barrett from Interrhythm yeah. hit us up and said he was keen to come play the, come play the mainland. Yeah, see, so that's how it came about. Those they they hit you up for that for that tour. Yeah, uh, Trent sent me a message over Instagram, and me and Luke talked about, it and we thought it'd be good to have him around. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, so something different, something new. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's not often that we get people from Tasmania get onto it it's sort of like Tasmania has its own little metal scene happening that quite often gets ignored except for of course Psychroptic and Psychroptic <laughs> um, Ch- Chalky yeah, um, yeah. does great things man they've got a quite big black metal scene down there as well they've got a crazy um, black metal scene down yeah, there. yeah. Um, Chalky's been doing all the progressive kind of tech deathy stuff and there's like a huge black metal scene down yeah, there yeah um, what, what what else? There's also like a a, pre, a pretty big rock scene as well, like hard rock kind of. Those uh, you can pretty much tour like eight pubs on a push bike. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and like they they've got a pretty cool little touring circuit, yeah. and also they have like um, you know the funding like the arts arts grants and stuff yeah, down yeah. there. Oh, they yeah. they. All the money goes to the metal bands, um, and they they give them out like you know Intense Hammer Age and um, Psychroptic was one of the the winners from Tassie who yeah, who, yeah, who got that. Um, who else? Bef- uh, Chalky's other band, oh, Mephistopheles, and um, yeah, they they won it as well. I'm pretty sure. To, um, don't quote me if I'm wrong. Sorry, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely though, like. It's, it's good to see some more people come from Tassie. Yeah, and it's yeah. pretty cool. We sort of, um, I'd almost like to say that it was, we advertised in like the back page of the Hell's Envoy magazine, which is like 
fan stories, like anonymous fan stories from gigs and stuff. Is a magazine we teamed up with. Mm. Um, we sort of like distribute some of their stuff at our gigs. Um, and in turn, we were lucky enough to sort of advertise for it. I think it was like a week after Volume 2 came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Trent got onto us and was just like, hey, man, like, yeah. we want to do New South Wales. Mm. And we were sort of like blown away. We were like, who are you and how did you find out about us? <laughs> um, but like, I was like, man, we advertised in the back of that magazine and now all these people yeah. want to come and hang out and play our gigs. And, you know, it's sort of, it's crazy how it happens. And also, this is our first tour we're handling too. Even though it's only a, a two, 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 two venue tour, but it's first time we're handling a tour. That's general. right. Yeah. So the Hell's Envoy magazine they gave you some of those. We gave us some of those for um, Distro as well. So they're available on the Big Cartel website. Yeah, definitely, man. They'd say um, they're sick to read through. It's everything from like. I I met my girlfriend in the mosh pit at Slayer to um, dudes that were like, you know, I've drunk beers with the dudes from Behemoth, you know. Like yeah. it's, just, <laughs> yeah. it's it's bits and bobs of everything, of just everything that you've, like, you know, you sit at the basement and people are like, well, I did this with this guy and then someone one-ups him. Every page is just like, you're like, what the, what the fuck, you know? Like, <laughs> that sounds awesome. That's sick, man. It's like the... Um, the the tales from the mosh pit sort of thing. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's like tales from the crypt, but metal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sick. So, the, and also the guys from Dead. How did those guys come across for the bill? Um, they were probably the first thing I thought of straight after we um officially booked into Rhythm Mills. Then who hasn't played the coast for a while, and who would like to play the coast? One of who hasn't played Canberra in a while. One of one of the bands that we um. I sort of I got onto Dead very my very young years. You would have remembered like when I was a kid, staggering home like fifteen, <laughs> sixteen um, from like out punk gigs and stuff. Yep. Um, I used to hang out with them dudes um, in the back of North Street Cafe um, back in the day, and they've sort of always went really well on the coast. Like Drew has always sort of brought them up, and I'm used to them being at gigs and. Yep being about there are cool bands they recently played was it last year they played that gig with mo from norway yeah they did yeah um and that went down really well so mm-hmm. it was like you know it was a one of barnes and i's favorite bands yep um and a bands that we know would go really well with the bill that we've always wanted to book them on one of our gigs so it sort of everything sort of fell into place really and they're like you know the cool guys to work with really super easy to communicate and yep it always makes it easier i know that like with canberra metalheads when we get people reach out to do interviews instead of having to chase it or when you do hit them up they sort of get back to you quickly it always helps like to get on bills and things like that because a lot of the time too like there's and you guys would know this there's multiple different bands that you could have interviewing for that week so obviously whoever gets back to you the quickest is more likely to get the spot yeah definitely it's like first in best dressed yeah um a lot of the time we've been lucky enough uh, uh, with canberra metalheads like so far that pretty much even some have been like at a pinch i've still managed to have an interview every week i mean um one of the early shows i think um we went down the coast for um hidden intent and when we got back, we're like, oh, we need to organise an interview for this week. So, like, 
we managed to have like a phone interview with Scotty and talk about Terra Boris <laughs> for 15 minutes, <laughs> yeah. which was just like a sick, like last minute thing. But like the guys in um, last week's episode with old, like now that I've got the portable kit, it's sick because we can just catch up at the basement and do interviews there and things like that. Yeah, definitely. And like even with gigs down the coast, I know for Heathen Fest, I'll be bringing it down for that and um, catching some of the bands here there if I can grab hold of them. Yeah, that's it. Sort of shove a microphone in Hobbs' face and see what stories come out. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, it's, it's always paid out well. I mean, even when we're just chatting to um, Aiden from Cucklord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just catch up in the, in the studio. And like now that I'm doing um like another, I like got other ideas for different podcasts, like comedy ones and things like that. Aiden's like, man, I'll come on there and tell tell your stories on the comedy one as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, things and it worked out well with um with the guys from As Flesh Decays. I mean, we had a sick interview down the coast, just like hung out in the in the hotel and had a chat. Yeah, man. Well, we we sort of. I sat with we sat with them dudes like all afternoon, man. Like Taz is just like, um, just like a, a book of Australian metal knowledge and um, horror movies too. And bro. horror movie, man, he knows <laughs> everything. It's cool. it's hard too because like you know I've I've got him like mates with him on Facebook, and um, you know there's like them people you see and you're like I've got to tag him in this. I'll see like a horror movie and I'll be like Taz will love this, <laughs> and then like I'll see you be like. Holy, this band's playing in Australia. Taz will like this. <laughs> yeah. He probably just sits back and he's like, man, this dude just won't leave me alone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What oh, I man. find is when I'm about to, to tag him in something, he's already... He's already... Yeah, he's already <laughs> <like> <laughs> and he's, got, he's already put like... It's not like even like a two cents worth. It's like just like exactly what you knew he was going to yeah. say is already yeah. on there. Like, yeah. yeah. No, man, that's... Madness. That, uh, you get more... And by doing interviews with bands and stuff like that it brings all that out like a lot of the time you might not always get a chance to chat to a band you know just when you're at the gig or whatever like the average punter might not be at, might not have the time to sit down with a band while they're loading in and playing and all that stuff so listen back to the show and find out cool stuff about the band members that they wouldn't have normally found out yeah definitely and i think especially too like um the cool thing is you know like as much as it is cool, I can sort of see it from the band's point of view more and more now as a promoter is everyone wants to talk to you at once and there's only so many people you can talk to. Um, whereas it's it's a lot easier just for everyone at once to listen back through, you know, like Canberra yeah. Metalheads and yep. hear it all at once yep. instead of the same guy telling the same story 20 million times, you know. like yep. Probably what my comedy podcast will be. <laughs> oh man, there's been a at couple. least plenty, plenty of self-loathing and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just good wholesome family entertainment, really. <laughs> Fun and games, everybody can enjoy. But yeah, that's what it is. There's been a few repeat stories on this show. I mean, um, I spoke on the Witch Skull episode. We we're talking about um, when we were kids and we had the um, when we we're listening to the Black Sabbath, like um, Sabbath Bloody Sabbath, yeah, man. album. And we're just sitting around listening to that. So when you listen back to that one, it'll probably take you down memory lane, just like me when I was chatting to those boys. The whole point was, Lukey and I had that album when we were younger, and so did they. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Only they, they got it when it came out, yeah. and we pulled it out of Dad's 30-year-old record collection. Which he got when it came when out. When he was their age, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, 
um, it's one of the things you know. Oh, and then in turn, you know, I now I'm no, I'm not sure about you, but that I had to go out and buy that, buy that buy, album, which yeah. is now in my collection. Yep. You know, like in the the like the rare section, like yeah. the don't play this too much because you'll the grooves up on it, and <laughs> yeah. I won't be able to show my kids it. You know, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's what uh, we had. Uh, Joel from Witch Girl came in for the Christmas edition, and he had some really sick vinyls, man, and like. I just had to, like, be mindful that some of these have only been played a couple of times. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's just got some crazy stuff. And he said that uh, his brother has a bunch that's exactly the same. Um, so, yeah, that's it, man. It just goes full circle. Same album, different different memories of it, different times as well. But, yeah, so that's the... Um, that's, like, a recap on, on the um, Capitals of the Coast tour. But... Um, Straight after that, we've got one coming up with um, the annual Heathen Fest. This is up to Heathen Fest 3 now. Yeah, Heathen yeah, Fest number three, three yeah. which is like exactly how many hairs Bunsy has left on his head after stressing so much. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I believe it's can grow hair, doesn't choose to keep it. Yeah. That's it, man. It's just, you just got to let people know that if you wanted to, you could grow it out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're up to Heathen Fest 3, so we've, um, we're a little bit late announcing that one this year. We sort of, we like to have everything sort of done and dusted by January, just so we didn't sit back and just focus on promotion, but um, a whole lot of factors came in, like we were down a graphics designer, we had to get a new graphics designer for our posters. Also, shout out to David Lohan from Epoch Creative Brand. Dude, easily the greatest designer I've worked with. Um, spits work out like it's going out of fashion. Um, oh, he's a great he's a great guy to work with too. He's top blow. Love talking to him. But it, it all fell into place really well. Um, as you were saying, like Aiden from Carclord, he sort of he came out of hiatus and he hit us up straight away. He's like, "Hey man, like, yeah. you know, any gigs?" I was like, "Actually, we'd love to have you back on Heathen Fest." Um, it was sort of like the one out grindcore band mm. on. A black and thrash lineup, but you know, he he fits really well just because he's he's hilarious. He's yeah. easily one of the greatest one man bands I've seen. Yeah, <laughs> um, entertainment value. Yeah, but um, and also Hobbs, Peter Hob- Hobbs, the man, the myth, the legend himself. That uh, was intense. That was that was an intense night. Like we we're just about to go to bed, and we got a message from Hobbs, and was like, what yeah, the like what it, do we do? So, like, Hobbs messages one night at, like, it must have been, like, 11 o'clock or something. Um, anyone that knows what Hobbs's social media presence is like, it's scarce at best. Um, he'll just make his account and then delete it when he's done messaging you. So, we I got this message from Peter Hobbs, and it was like, um, hey, man, I know where Maria is now. Have you got any gigs? And I was like, oh, um, yes. Like, <laughs> like oh, what was um? Uh, if Hobbs were to play a show, would we be welcome there? And we're just like, how do we make this sound like yes? We don't want to suck his dick too hard. <laughs> like, too hard like, is like, the operative. Like, like, like we don't want to pop him straight up and scare him off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so yeah, so he had to him first, you know. Yeah. yeah, we um, so we're lucky enough to sort of get him in in at late minute, which is sort of filled it out. It's like a nine band bill now. Um, it'll be the sort of the biggest heathen fest to date. They're only getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, or even uh, with Bastardizer too, because we talked about it at the last interview. I was like, 
can we get these guys? Yeah, yeah like definitely. Um, it's definitely just turned into a lineup of. I think we do it with every lineup we do, but it's just bands that we fantasize about that we're mm-hmm. like. I wonder if they'll do it. Like for like with you guys with Unholy Vendetta, man. Yeah, like talking about coming out of hiatus. Yeah, definitely, man. Like, how long's it been since you guys have played a gig? Six, seven years. Yeah, <laughs> I had to use your gig to entice them out of retirement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now we've got an album coming out. Yeah, it's oh, crazy wow. how it all happens. Sick. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it was going to happen, man. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> turn, turn six month wait and now we should have something for you for your show yeah and that, that'll be sick and same as um they've sort of definitely become a crowd favorite down the coast but black mountain sort of hopefully have some stuff yeah mm-hmm. yeah i've i've nearly finished uh uh cleaning the last of it up yeah um i've been recording old for the last couple of weeks and trying to get that ready and then trying to line up to have the whole kind of Ashtonic Records thing ready for your yeah it's, show yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. so I mean I'm, I'm trying to trying to ramp it up to try and kind of make it a big thing that like we're gonna release exclusive sh- at you make it a big thing tell people about it and then that'll help you know cross promote you guys you know yeah definitely I mean? cheers thank and you boost the show make sure that we got something good to bang out at your place yeah that's it we'll just change it from heathen fest to like the Ashertonic road show oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just stoked to be on the bill bro yeah that's and it and after like- a few years like if it's still running like in 30 years it'll be the antiques road show <laughs> <laughs> that's it man but like um i think the last couple of gigs um i think the last two someone's been like hey man can inhuman play again and it's like one of them things it's like do they play a lot of it's same as Terra Voris you know it's yeah. like they play a lot of our gigs I I don't think I can but I don't want it to wear out you know um, and someone said it again here they're like oh no Inhuman I was like well most of them are gonna be there man it's it's pretty much like Inhuman in different bands like just <laughs> appreciate it for We've what had, it is um, yeah talk about Terra Voris we have people like I think three or four people comment oh what's the chance of getting Terra Voris on there it's like we would love to have them on, but they're currently busy at the moment. They're not, they've, they've got a whole lot of stuff going on, but we would love to have them on whenever they're free again. Yeah, it's like um, uh, definitely a crowd favourite. You know, like um, as far as I know, still the only extreme metal band coming out of South Coast area. And it has lasted more than a year. Yeah, that's lasted for more than a year, which is, you know, they've lasted longer than I thought South Coast was going to last long for. So, yeah. Um, they're um they're going pretty hard yeah man it's good to see like so they played on pitted as well didn't they they played pitted they they played their first pitted gig as arts and crafts must die no that was at um beneath the surf oh no what no 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 they played their first their first pitted gig was arts and crafts must die but it was the week they changed their name on social media. Hmm. So they were still Arts and Crafts Must Die on the poster. Yeah. Um, Which was literally, um, they were, so Rami the bassist was like sitting in the back of uh, North Street Cafe with Drew where he used to work. And he's like, we need to name our band. And Drew just goes, Arts and Crafts Must Die. And it was, that was the name of their band for like six months. Um, And everyone was like, 
where did you get your name from? And to try and explain to somebody who doesn't know Drew, what he says is sort of like, he's like the the godfather. You're like, yes, all right, we'll do that. Like for like a band coming out of the South Coast. Yeah. Um, they're like, what? so you mean to tell me some punk guy that owns a cafe told you to name your band something and you did it? <laughs> and, you know, that's what it was. Um, but yeah, so that was like, what, four or five years ago now? I, I don't know. A while. They've been going for a while because like, I've been living in Canberra now for going on seven years. And yeah, they they were kicking like within a few years of me living there. So I'd say four or five now. Yeah. And they're just, you know. Their first show was at Drew's um, Riverfest as yeah, well. Yeah, Riverfest. Back when it was Riverfest. I, rem- I remember that. That was, uh, yeah. 2015, 2000. I got the poster somewhere. Yeah, that's sick. It's funny how um, how bands kick off and keep going. I know, like, bands that played in the Maria Battle of the Bands Fest, like, when there was all, like, punk and hardcore. I still have an ashtray signed by Like Minded, <laughs> um, which is definitely a band that's no longer in existence. Um, but I have it in case they decide to do a reunion tour. I've got it. Well, it's like um, bands that I discovered through Drew, like you going to Drew's Cafe and watching bands there, man. Like um, I still listen to Fate of Comply yeah, man. regularly. They got like young Matt Jankin in the band now who sort of, he, I haven't really been keeping up to date with it, but I know they were playing with two drummers at one point. Yeah, right. So it was like Matt Jankin's um, and Scarlet on drums. Yeah, right. On like two separate kits. Yeah, okay. Um, and that was crazy. And they they were a band, you know. I discovered. I came home. Yep. Showed showed me them, and I've been listening to them ever since, yeah, man. That's like it. the amount of times I'll just need like to just I'll make a playlist. And I'm like, oh, I need like a chilled track just like in there somewhere, and I'll chuck on on a blue day in the middle. I still I think um, on a blue day is um, I had it on the No Fall on a blue day. It was like a two song demo. Mm. Um, lived in my CD player for like six months. Yeah. Um, and I pulled that, that CD player stopped working. I pulled that CD player apart and that CD was still in there when I pulled it apart. <laughs> um, I just whacked it in a new CD player and here we are again, six months later, it's still playing. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. I've I've no, been known to pull it apart to get my CD out of it if it's like stopped working. I know that um it happened with, so before Witch Skull put out their first album, they had a three-track EP, um, and I had that in a CD player that I like pulled apart to get the CD out of it, and because uh, I thought that was their, f- I didn't know that there wasn't many made. I just wanted the CD. Yeah. And when they came in, which girl for their first interview when they just released Coven's Will, I'm like, oh, I've only got three tracks um, to play, so we'll do one at the top and either side of the interview. And um, Tony's just like, where'd you get that CD from, man? And I'm like, oh, I, just, I think I got it a gig. He's just like, weren't many of those made, man. Like, only the first album came out. Not many people got the EP. So, like, yeah, I got the the Witch Girl, like, first three-track EP. Like, I think, actually, Witch Girl's probably, coincidentally, I've got the most amount of their stuff. Like, I got their first EP... The first two albums and the Coven's Will I've got on like all three vinyls as well, which I've said on the show before. 
got like they put out like a purple clear and black disc and yeah. i just ended up with all of them and then the hard like, thing is to try and explain to somebody later on like why have you got three copies of the same album yeah. i was just telling my missus the other day she's like what's this band mayhem i was like oh it's just a band it's like a band i collect um she's like why have you got four copies of the death crush album mm-hmm. i was like this one's got a slightly red marble in the ep so <laughs> i had to get that one she's like cool how much did that cost and i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, worry <laughs> more than it should have <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so anyway so with heathen festival we'll just run do a rundown of the lineup you guys probably know this off by heart it's the uh hobbs and angel of death you got somnium nox bastardizer gorgoth and remains black mountain old unholy vendetta beast impaler and Car lord damn right yeah buddy and uh as we mentioned before you got um the craziness of Hobbs Angel being on there. I was actually um, heard some fellas at the bar the other day came up to me and said, um, oh, you know, is actual like Hobbs Angel of Death's playing there? I'm like, yeah, man. Like a legit. Yeah, man. Um, I don't think many people will believe in us at the moment. That it, a few like, people yeah, are still like, in disbelief. Like I know we've had yeah. some of the dudes from like, um, you ever look at the photos of like the metal meetups in Sydney and you see the same three faces over and over and over again and you're like, I know that guy. And then you see him at a gig and you're like, it's that guy. It's the thrash guy from Sydney. Um, dudes like that are messaging us like... Mr. Balfour? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like... Uh, oh, Mr. Mark, excuse me. Yeah, yeah man. He was one it. of the dudes, bro. Yeah, man, Mark. <laughs> Mark come up to me. I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, like, I've been to Sydney to metal shows. <laughs> you, you get like them dudes like messages and they're like, are you pulling out leg or is like, is it actually hops? Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, people like... Well, you- I, I heard that he went into semi-retirement. Yeah, well... Um, I thought he did go into retirement. He, he did. So after some bad health, um, he was going to... Uh, as far as I know, uh, he was going to play his last lot of shows a couple of years ago. And then it got so bad that he couldn't. Uh, he moved down to Eden, pretty much cancelled his shows. He couldn't do anything. Uh, he moved down to Eden. He's just been on hiatus. Um, and I'd sort of... Because we hadn't heard anything of him, I was like, oh, well, that's it. It's done. Because um, yeah, we tried to hit him up when he was doing his last tour. And um, he didn't mention anything about it. And Luke just chatted with him for a while. and Talked to him about everything but metal. Like, I was like, yeah. hey, man, what about a gig? And he was just like, hey, man, you ever been marlin fishing? And I was like, <laughs> uh, no, man, but I, 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 do, I do promote gigs. He's like, yep, moving down to Eden. Going to catch me some marlin. <laughs> you know, I was just like, all right, man, I'll talk about fishing for a while. And we, we talked about everything for a while. Um, and then he just sort of disappeared off the face of the earth. And we didn't really get in contact with him for a while because we just left it at that. Then all of a sudden... Like, didn't want to bother him. Just really. Just before midnight, like two minutes to midnight. Like, that's what it was like. It's like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. Then I just checked my phone and was like, oh, we got a message on the South Coast page. Peter Hobbs. All right, then. Then I went and grabbed Luke out of bed. It was like, Hobbs wants to play the coast. What do I say? <laughs> Yeah, like half man. half awake, Luke. You just going like, ah, right, so tell him we'll do it. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, man. So as far as I know, this is gonna be like his last gig or a one-off before he decides to do something else. Or yeah, man. I've got no. He's he's sort of he's a bit of a mysterious man to work with. Yeah, because um, he we asked him. He's like, oh, what do you what do you want to do with this? And he goes, it'll be great. We'll just keep doing. This will be a great show. We'll make it special. I'll get some guys from the Australian lineup, and that'll be it. I was like, yeah, man. Uh, no, it's good that you like reach out and you get 
I think you mentioned in the last time you were on the show, it's pretty crazy when you put out your like potential gig um, bands to be on the gig and they actually get back to you. It's like, whoa, man, like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, man, so. Um, well, it's even still, I mean, I think I just, I think we'll do the basement one night and I was just like, hey, man, you want to, it was Unholy Bandana, want to play a gig? And you're like, yeah, yeah, all right. And then nothing of it until it was like, I think we're talking about like four or five months later and I was like, wait, are we actually feeling this? Like, is Unholy playing Heathen? And he's like, yeah, right, <laughs> we'll feel it, you know, like. Yeah. It was the man, same. I'm, I'm going through the same stuff myself at the moment. Um, like I, I have bucket list, you know, yeah. like I, I just got to play with now Nafrak. Yeah. Who's been like yeah. massive for me. Like how, how good was it that we had, you know, like Sepulcher and Pantera? Like I didn't get to play with them, but essentially the members of that coming. Yeah. Yeah. Coming, definitely. Coming yeah. to town. Yeah. And, and like then, to play your hometown. Too, yeah. Yeah. You know, like. yeah. 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 And now, and now like at the gates, the haunted, yeah. the, the haunted, you know, like, yeah. like for, for me, like your, your, your mayhem is, is my at the gates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Which is like very, very definitely still like, um, I, I still like the amount of bands that have come over this year that have blown me away that I've been like, I know like 14 year old me would, um, yeah. Same with um, Girl School, Raven, and Venom Inc. are coming back this year. Man. Oh, Venom Inc., should I say, is coming back for the second year in a row. Yeah, that's it, man. That's crazy as well, like, when when you're so close to original member of Phantom. Oh, I'm saving from now so I can go to Devil Driver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, which also got sorry. a Canberra date. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Canberra date. Oh, Rings of Satin, Canberra date. Yeah, yeah I saw that, date. yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think especially too... Um, the cool thing is being being from the coast and like Sydney's not a far drive from the coast but like the more bands that are playing Canberra now it's been crazy and like and at the basement too which is like you know home ground like you never think you'd see feeling somewhere the illegals at the basement definitely not like man. a year it's ago you wouldn't insane think. dude like I, I'm at the bar looking over and I'm like oh yeah that's actually Phil Anselmo playing walk <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then Youngie from King Parrot jumps up, grabs the other mic, and starts singing it with him. And then I'm talking to Youngie after the gig, and I'm just like, "Oh, I'm just talking to the dude that was just singing Walk with Phil Anselmo." Like, it's it's a bit like you were saying, Lukey, when um, King Parrot played Magpies after they'd just been over and seen Phil Anselmo. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, these dudes have been hanging out with Phil Anselmo, man. Like. For a second, you just kind of get starstruck by a dude. I still do. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they recorded their last album with Phil in the States, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and is it on Housecore Records? Yeah, no. Um, I know Dead Set was. I'm not so sure about Ugly Produce. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, like, even that still, like, I, that in itself I think about, you know, like, I, I, I've seen King Parrot many a times now and everyone talks about like oh i seen them at Soundwave and I I like I paid five bucks to see them play with ten bands one night while all my friends went to a strip club um, <laughs> and me. I still I think I got the better end of that deal um, yeah man people are like oh well, Youngie still takes his shirt off like kind of <laughs> yeah. yeah man um, Toby he'll always Toby do that sends me poo pictures yeah. <laughs> yeah. but like I, I still think about like King Parrot like on this like I oh, yeah, it's like you know, that's that Australian metal bands that I, you know, I've seen them play at my favourite bar just up the road. And then I stop and I think, I'm like, oh, man, these guys, like, hang out at Phil's house. Yeah, man. These guys tour the world. These guys are literally signing 
now they themselves like young is signing bands from Australia himself. Yep. And I'm thinking, man, like he's been on EMG uh, as a Australian EMG rep for like four years. Yeah. I think. So like doing big things overseas and for overseas people over here. Yeah. Yeah, so, man. Like, did, did you see they're playing Frankie's Pizza for free? Yeah. Oh yeah. That is. That looked the, like I love an the insane set. Oh, the big strap on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so line up for Haven Fest. We've got a um, bunch of rad bands, like we said. Um, we've got um, Hobbs Angel of Death. Hobbs Angel of Death. We got Bastardizer. Uh, we got Sonny Knox, Black Mountain, or we have Golgotha Remains. We got an Holy Vendetta. Beast and Taylor and the Mighty Couple. Perfect. And that's um, when's that kicking off? Uh, that's kicking off on the 1st of June at 3pm, or doors are open at 3pm. Uh, tickets will be 30 bucks after the 25th of April, but that, uh, on, we do have early bird tickets going down for 25 bucks. 25 bucks, man, for like nine bands. And to see like Bastardizer and Hobbs on the same bill for 25 bucks is crazy. And to see yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of... I think this is, like, your guy's first gig Tuesday. in six years. Hobbs' first gig in Australia in, like, eight years or something like that. You know, like... It's crazy, man. Get Old to hear some... Um, Old on Black Mountains for uh, CD launch. Yeah, definitely, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they've got that. Uh, the merch booth would be pretty crazy. It'd be good to be able to get everything off it. Yeah, one yeah. of everything. Just walk up, bring your checkbook. <laughs> We'll sort you out. Be good to go down to that gig and check it all out. Um, and also grab some um, grab some Metalheads merch as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should have some uh, new merch by then. We're going through David Lohan again through Epoch Creative Brand and hopefully we'll have, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll have a new shirt design, new jump design and... I'd never see anyone wearing them, but people buy them. <laughs> I mean, uh, they get about. It's. Oh, I tell you what, up at the NL Nafrak gig, I seen a South Coast shirt. Turns out it was the Douglas Brothers. Yeah, man, crazy. I ran into them at Download. Yeah, man, that was cool. I was just sitting there like. I remember one night at the. Like, because I still get excited when I see Canberra Metalheads merch out and about. Um, it's still good to see it. Like, at the basement, it's fairly common now. But, like, I mean. I, I think one night I was um, there and there was like three people all in a line with our shirts on. Pantera show, man. Insta story that I put up when um, Phil Anselmo was playing and then it like goes down and then just zooms in on the dude wearing the Canberra metal head shirt the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's sick, it. man. Thanks, everyone, so, for your support. Yeah, that's it, man. I'm still blown away when I see people um, wearing our gear and especially people wearing like our OG patches because I know they've been repping them for like five years now yeah um, yeah it's- but yeah um, we we should hopefully we're, we're planning on having some jackets this year because the amount of people that go like they come out like me and they're wearing like a sleeve shirt maybe some moshes and they're like I don't think it was going to be cold <laughs> <laughs> Some people won't wear a jumper because they know they'll buy one when they're there. That's that's, that's what I do. Yeah. Except for I'm too big nowadays. I walk up to the merch booth and go, you got anything for us plus plus, gentlemen? <laughs> and they're like, get out. <laughs> I, <think. laughs> I, um, I I hit up this um, uh, shirt distributor and I was like, I need like a 6 and a 7 XL. 
And the, the dude just sent me a message back. He's like, who the hell are you trying to put shirts on? I'm like, you ever seen Inhuman Remnants? <laughs> <laughs> Big boy problems. Yeah, man. Now, that's sick. We'll be there, there'll be a rad um, range of merch down there as well. So, check that out and get... Where's your right pre-sales through? Uh, through moshjuice.com. Yep, on socials as well. Yeah, man, the event page has, has all the, the link in it. All the events. On the events, yeah. And also, this is the first Heathen Fest without a beer comp. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, by all means, grow your beards and come out and... No, we just... <laughs> man, we're nine bands. I know we're going to cop some stuff because, like, last year, I think it was some dude was like, I've been growing my beard, like, ever since the first one and, like, I go in all the beard comps and I look forward to it. We kind of don't have time. Yeah. I mean, as much as I know, if you've got a big beard and our gig starts at three... I know it's going to like an hour's worth of prep of brushing it, looking in the mirror, ask if it looks good. You're not gonna, you're not gonna be there at two for a beard comp. <laughs> so uh, we we give it a miss this year, but in turn, you know, you get nine awesome bands. So. Yep. So either way, there's uh, still fun night to be had. It's a win-win. So that's Heathen Fest. Make sure you uh, buy your online tickets. There's links in the um, Facebook event. You can get them for twenty-five bucks until. Uh, the early bird tickets are until the 5th of April and our regular tickets start on the 5th of April and until the week before the show. So cool. The and then anything that's left will be on the door after that, I'm sure. Yeah, assuming. that's it. I mean, we'll have tickets and we're, we're lucky that the, um, the waterfront has a pretty good capacity number and also that it's a great venue that you can sort of see and hear the bands from outside. So, um, cool. There's going to be plenty of tickets available. Make sure you, uh, if you want the early bird tickets, you just get in early and uh, get them for a bit cheaper. So that's uh, that's the plug on Heathen Fest and a quick little um, expectation of what's to come with um, some of the um, Unholy Vendetta stuff, as well as some of the bands on the bill. We'll close out. We've had uh, Lukey Lucifer and Bungie Bonzelbob on the show. And it's been great. Thank you very much. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Mark. Oh, you're right, man. Canberra Metalheads. Skate. Can can I just say something? Go ahead. Come on down to Heathen Fest. Listen to some virgin metal, because it's not fucked. Bjorka, <laughs> 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 Bjorka, <Bioka>, bam! <laughs>